welcome to the Inspirational Australians podcast, where we chat to people making a difference in their communities and in the lives of others. And here is your host for today, Jeff Griffin. Welcome to the Inspirational Australians podcast, stories of inspiring achievements and community contribution. Every week, we will celebrate an award program category winner or finalist. We hope you'll be inspired and encouraged to know that Australia is in good hands. Together with our corporate partners and not-for-profit partners, Awards Australia showcase ordinary people from right across Australia doing extraordinary things. If you enjoy hearing the stories of our inspirational Australians, please subscribe, rate us and review us. We'd really appreciate it. Our Inspirational Australian podcast guest today is a Director of Independent Living Care, or ILC, to make a difference in the lives of people living with mental health and difficulties and disabilities. Benny, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you. Thank you so much. I'm privileged to be on here. What you do is so amazing. I'm subsequently super excited to talk with you today to learn a bit more about you and your career and, of course, independent living care as well. Vinny, can you tell us a bit about how your career started and how it led you to independent living care? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So I graduated high school and went straight into studying a certificate of individual support and then went into aged care work. Um, so I did that for a few years and it really, really um, led me to thinking about create, create, helping people create and live a life of quality because I saw how many, you know, clients that we had that wanted to really do a lot more with their life but really couldn't because we were understaffed and there just wasn't many opportunities. So I decided to move along and I went in to work for other community um, services, and that itself was really, really, you know, draining for me because I saw that a lot of these services were really big and they weren't very personal with their clients. You know, you had directors up on the board and they weren't really, there was no personal touch with clients. And so I decided I was going to start business planning and, you know, create something that was really personal with clients. And so I began to do that. I began to network. I began to go out the community and figure how I could really do this and make it really personal. So I did that. And I was really, really careful in the way I structured everything because I wanted to make sure that clients and participants were the center of everything that I did and that it was really personal and that it was different from everything I had seen in my career. Um, so yeah, I did that. Um, and that's why really independent living care came from. That's awesome. And why specifically mental health difficulties and disability services? Um, Because I was always really, really passionate about psychology, mental health. Um, It's not really spoken about in my community. So I really, really wanted to just specialise in this field and really um, make it my focus. I was also studying 
at that time I was studying health and medical sciences at university and now I've actually transferred and I've done my diploma in counselling. So I really wanted to make that my specific and I saw that that was really a need in the community and yeah, so I thought I would, you know, launch that and do it through independent living care. It's brilliant you've taken your learnings from university, put it into practical use to benefit and help others. Um, I think that's absolutely brilliant. What influenced the way ILC was structured? Well, I'm Christian, so a lot of my beliefs come from the you know Christian background that I have. So I within like the way I structured everything, I always believed that everything I should do should be done with love. And so I tailed my services to be done with love, whether it was a respite I was organizing, I, you know, incorporated love in it, whether it was a day program I was organizing, I incorporate love in it, whether it was just a direct service that I was doing under support work, I incorporated love in it. And so it was a value that I held right across the organization within staff, within management to do everything with love. And I also incorporate something called Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And I believe that every participant should work towards being self-actualized. And so I incorporated that within my organization, within the way I modeled everything so that we should help our participants or any of our clients who engage in our services to actually become self-actualized, regardless of their disability, mental health. And so really identifying that their mental health or their disability doesn't actually limit what they can do or their life that they can live. It sounds to me like every person that needs support and help, every loved one or someone who needs support and help should be looking at ILC because it is the surely the backbone of how our lives should be full of love and kindness and if we had more of that in the world we probably wouldn't see the same problems that we're faced with across the globe so i commend you on your purpose and your values which are really fantastic how many people would you say that you have already supported through ilc Uh, we've supported perhaps around 50 people already Um, We've had so much great feedback. We've had comments on how much their lives have changed. Um, We've had staff just absolutely step into confidence and exceed in their careers. It's just changed so many people's lives. And just every day seeing messages from, you know, participants and even staff on how this, you know, service is so unique. It's just, it's incredible. It's really, really incredible. And I'm sure many of the, people that you work with that are ongoing. Because yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, the need doesn't change, it doesn't matter how well you provide it, uh, the need is always there, isn't it? When did you start ILC? So ILC actually just turned two years old. So two years ago, we started ILC. We've just had our little birthday. It was actually a few days before the awards night that we had. Ah, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, thank you. Oh, that's awesome. And it was great that you could come along and be presented on stage for your work. And I know you took a business support package as well, which was very kind and gracious of you to support the awards financially in that way. And, of course, that was all post-judging and uh, was not related anyway. It had no impact 
or influence on the judging because that was all done well after that. So thank you for doing that. We really appreciate it. And, and you donated, I think, to give our listeners a sense uh, of what's in your heart, you then donated the two extra tickets, the two complimentary tickets that you're entitled to with that business support package back so that uh, we were able to on uh, give those forward or, or sell those tickets. So thank you for making that difference. And as I say, it says a lot about your heart and the kind of person that you are. So thank you. We really appreciate you doing that. No worries. Like I said, everything here we do at IOC is with love. So yeah. yeah, well, it's not a bad philosophy to have. What, what's the average age range? Do you feel, or is it just all over the place? Is it such a broad range of people that you support? Uh, we've got pretty much all ages. Uh, we start from you know eighteen all the way up to eighty-five. Um, a lot of our participants are sitting in the you know fifty-five to 75 age range and you know you're meeting people of different ages different problems and it's 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 important that we have that tailed support to each person yeah yeah well it must be difficult managing people who are 18 compared to people who are 85 as you say because it would be a different type of support that you would need to provide that's right what what's the geographic spread of the services you provide, where where is your reach? Uh, so we service right from the south to the north, um, right across Adelaide. Um, when people initially give us referrals, we look at where our support workers or our staff are located and we bring a team right together. And, yeah, it's pretty much it's tailored to each person regardless of where they are, how old they are, their race, their gender. It's it's all tailored in the package that we provide them. Yeah, are they um, specifically designed packages or are they basic concepts of the package and then you just add this and that for the individual client? So initially we've got basic, you know, principles, basic concepts, and then as we go we add and we, you know, change things around and, yeah, accordingly. So what are the main services within your packages? Yep, so we do day programs. We do counselling, we do support work, and we do respite services. Yeah, so fairly comprehensive. All all essential services as well for people. How many? I mentioned support work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what does that involve? So support work involves going out into the community, helping participants with their day-to-day life, transport, cleaning, cooking, helping participants to engage with other people, going out for coffee, meeting new friends. Um, It really just helps participants get through their day-to-day life, Um, just that basic need of Maslow's hierarchy of need that is really fulfilled in that category. Helping people to live their best possible lives. That's right. And be engaged in the community, so important uh, and a fabulous service that you provide. How many staff do you have? And, and I know that you're very engaged in ILC. So how many people do you have that support you and what's your role? So we've got about 30 people wow. um, involved in our staff team. And my role is really to 
be part of the team to help where I can help, to help coordinate, to help manage, to make sure everything is just, you know, going smoothly and rolling smoothly. Yeah. Do you ever get out to see the clients as well? Yeah, I go out. My goal every day is to at least do two participants each day to make sure I'm going out, seeing them, having that personal touch um, with each participant. If they're sick, getting them flowers. Um, if it's their birthday, getting them a birthday card. We need to speak personal with them. That love thing that you talked about. Yeah. Well, I think that's really important because you get a direct connection with the services, how they're impacting, how they might need to be tweaked or managed slightly differently, better or know differently uh, so that's really important so I'm, I'm really excited to hear that you actually and I'm sure potential clients would be really pleased to know that the boss is out there seeing how it all unfolds and how your package your services impact the people you work with what do you reckon is part of your service that you provide that sets you apart from others who provide services so really, it's the love and it's the fact that we're personal. Um, I know there's a lot of big organizations who are so big that everything just, you know, gets out of hand. As for us, we're really small. We want to stay small. We want to, you know, be personal. It's so every participant can get a phone call during the day to see how they're going. Um, it's so every participant can, you know, go out and actually do the things that they enjoy because we're not understaffed and because we're doing what we're actually you know, have the capacity to do. Um, it's not, it's it's because we're, yeah, that's, I'll leave that there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's certainly a point of difference. And if I was looking for support for a loved one or myself, uh, I think all of those attributes would be right at the top of my, uh, my list and things that I wanted. So, you know, congratulations, no wonder you being successful in a short period of time. We talked about the awards. It must have been a thrill to be nominated for the Seven News Young Achiever Awards. It definitely was. And as I mentioned, you purchased a, a package to support the awards, so we really appreciate that. What do you remember most about the awards night in May? Was there something that grabbed your attention and stuck with you? Uh, about the awards night in May at the Hilton? Yeah, I just found that the awards night was really, really inspiring. Just hearing what a lot of these young people were doing and just hearing their stories and, you know, how much they're doing for the community. Um, it just, it really inspired me. It, you know, it, I went home and I, that, uh, I, I, I thought to myself, wow, you know, there was a power, there was a boost in what I was doing as well to do better because there's a lot of other young people who are just doing great things. It was really encouraging and just inspiring altogether. And that's probably the common thing we hear from people was how inspiring it is. Also to know that there are other pe young people like yourself who are battling away to make a difference and really and it's inspiring to know that there are others like you who are just working away to make a difference as well in the community. So thank you for that. And the Seven Years Young Achiever Awards will be opening again in September, but the Community Achievement Awards are open right now. And if anybody knows someone achieving great results, head to awardsaustralia.com and the Community Achievement Award page for your state 
and have a look whether you feel there's something that may be suitable for someone that you know or give us a call at the office and we'll be only too pleased to talk through what category or whether you, whether we feel that the person that you're talking about is appropriate. And, of course, every single person is relevant to making a difference, a smile to someone who needs it. And we never know what people have been through in that day or week. makes a difference. So we, we'd love to hear from anybody who wants to nominate someone. But, Benny, like everybody, you must feel the daily pressure build up from time to time. How do you stay motivated and recharged, you know, as you transition through the day-to-day life of your business? Um, I just feel that it's always important for me to self-regulate. Um, I do that through prayer. I also do that through journaling. I'm also writing a book. Um, many people don't know, and I think that's an expression of really getting up what's on my chest and um, being able to teach others has always been something that I love doing. It's a way from that I self-regulate. So those are the really the four main things that really help me in terms of, you know, self-regulating and starting fresh. Yeah, I think that's um, it's good advice. Is there anything else about ILC that you want to tell us about or what, what are some of the challenges or real highlights for you as well? Well, some of the highlights is I started the business when I was 19. Yeah. So it wow. was very, very daunting for me, um, particularly because it's an industry where there's a lot of, you know, older people. Um, it felt very, you know, competitive. It felt that at times I was looking, you know, I was being looked down upon. So that was really, really hard. But I always just showed up how I wanted to be perceived. And um, I always prayed for confidence and continue to just self-develop and, you know, continue to just learn and read and understand the industry more. So, yeah, that's one of my biggest highlights. I started the business when I was 19. And you're also writing a book. Yes. Tell us about that. Yep. So my book is called Breaking into Freedom. It launches in November. It's really about my healing journey, my personal journey, my business journey. It incorporates a lot of different aspects of my life on how I've sort of been set free in terms of my mindset. I think growing up, I was quite, I knew that I was called to do a lot more, but I didn't really know how to go about doing it. So this book is really to inspire anyone who has maybe an idea or something they want to do to just break out of it and to just do it and to take the risk. And it's really to help people who are on healing journeys to heal. So it's sort of different concepts. Oh, Awesome. How do we uh, get hold of your book when it comes out in November? So there's going to be a pre-order link that's going to be available. That's going to be available on my Instagram, Facebook, even on my um, website for ILC. So people will be able to place an order there. Fantastic. Well, stay tuned, everybody. What's something we might not know about you? What's something quirky or interesting about you personally, we might not know. That um, you're happy to share with us, of course. <laughs> yeah. So I have nine other siblings. Wow. So I'm the eldest of all of um, those siblings. Yeah, so it's really embedded leadership in me. I've grown up and I've had to, you know, oh, almost be like a mother. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty quirky. You're probably uh, pretty caring as well, I guess. Yeah. 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 
you'd need to be to help uh, help your family be organised. It's a lot of kids. Yeah, it is a lot of kids. Yeah. What do you think the world needs more of right now? I think the world needs more people who are just caring, people who are just full of love. I think more than ever, the people need to be loved because we've just seen just so much happen within the last you know, few years, so much opinion, so much negative energy in the world. I think the world is at a place where we just need to love on one another, just be kind. And maybe even, you know, if, if there's someone you haven't heard from in a long time, ring them up, see how they're going, check up on them, write them a nice letter, send them flowers. Um, I think the world needs a lot more people full of love and people who are caring. Yeah, very true. With your business only being two, two years old in May and uh, you're so young, are there any words of wisdom? And, and being young is not a bad thing. It's amazing. It's fantastic. Are there any words of wisdom that you would offer people who want to start something up, who are looking to tackle their dreams but don't have the confidence? I think my words of wisdom are everyone that you see either on the internet, on TV, or anywhere else that you think are great, they started somewhere. So don't make it a limit that you can't start or you have to be at their level. Um, to start. They started somewhere. So always start, have people around you who can, um, you know, consult you and people who you can go to for information because they will be the ones who will help you get started and they will help you take whatever it is, you know, you have in mind, if it's, you know, the idea, they will help you to excel and really uh, move along very well. Yeah, good advice. Someone once told me that I've never forgot when someone said to them, oh, gee, you're lucky, and they said, yeah, it's funny how the harder I work, the luckier I get. Yeah. So, and I'm sure there have been many times when things haven't gone right for you or you could have given up or thought this is too hard because with regulations and everything in the industry that you're involved, it will be very difficult. So how do you keep going? What drives you, motivates you? to keep going when times are tough? Well, I pray. I just pray um, that, you know, because I'm Christian, I just pray that God will just help me through this. We call it the wilderness season, that God will just help me through this wilderness season and I'll, I'll seek knowledge if it's, you know, something that in the industry that's changed. I'll seek knowledge. I'll, you know, get a consultant maybe to help me. I will always um, speak words of life over myself and over my organisation. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's um, it's got to be a matter for every person to keep persisting, to never give up. <clears throat> the tragedy, and I think so often, of uh, people who take their own lives because they're in such despair, they don't see a way forward. But things change. Tomorrow may be different to today. Or maybe, yeah. you know, we're really talking three months might be more di different to today. Everything changes and we have the opportunity to change too. And I just get so saddened with the heartache that families have to go through because someone's taken the life because they couldn't see a way forward. Yeah. Um, you know, and. Mm. 
as you said, talk to someone, whether it's through prayer as a Christian or through your friends or through whatever avenue you have to take to get comfort. Uh, it's so important to do because life is so so important, particularly if you are someone who has cancer, you know, and a, for young people we see so often and their lives are heading towards the end and I think they would give everything to have another opportunity. So just be strong. And Yeah, yeah. more than ever, um, the world is broken and the reality is we actually live in a broken world um, and I actually felt a while ago to just make a contribution to actually bring wholeness um, in the world. And that's why I wanted to, you know, move in and study counselling and to eventually at some point be able to build a group of counsellors or even allied health professionals to actually bring wholeness um, to the world. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else about uh, ILC that you want to talk about or um, make people aware of? Yeah, I'm sure you're taking on new clients. So um, what would you suggest? I mean, you've given us a lot of information. How can people find you and is there anything else that you want to talk about in terms of ILC or you personally haven't heard a lot about your history? And maybe we, uh, you can tell us about, I know you only started when you were 19. When you, did you go straight into the business? And I've just asked you 48 questions all in one. Sorry about that. Did you go straight into the business from your tertiary education or high school? Um, so I did a little bit of um, qualifications on the side to make sure I was up to date with standards. I was always learning. I was always reading. I was always making sure I was enrolled in a, cur- in a course. Um, I'll say that again, enrolled in a course. Um, I was always, you know, making sure I was hiring like a coach or a consultant to really walk me um, through what I wanted to achieve. Um, so I was always around people who were upskilling me and um, helping me to really learn and to step into that confidence. But otherwise, um, independent living care is very multicultural. We work with a whole wide range of people, different race, different gender. Um, we're very open to a lot of different people. At the moment, we actually got a lot of capacity. So we're taking on a lot of different um, referrals as well. So, yeah, um, you can find us on www.independentlivingcare.com.au. Um, our Instagram handle is Independent Living Care. Um, on Facebook, Independent Living Care. And, yeah, if you wanted to connect with me personally, I'm Beninia Kalikela on Instagram and Beninia Kalikela on Facebook, Beninia Kalikela on LinkedIn. Fantastic. Well, I'm sure you've got a lot of followers because you're a very motivational and inspirational young woman and a great role model for young women but all people, young men, young women, all people, of someone who's got so much drive and passion to give to others and you've been able to make that your business, which is even um, a bonus because uh, you can help people throughout your day and days in your work life. And I'm sure that carries into your personal life as well. You don't do something with such passion, nine to five. So congratulations to you. I think you're, as I say, such an inspiration for everybody. Thank you so much. Yeah. You've talked to us about where your listeners can connect and how they might get involved with ILC as well. Is there any 
Anything else you want to add about uh, some of your personal activities or about ILC that you want to share with us before we um, finish off? Yeah, so I also am quite interested in real estate. So my parents have a real estate portfolio that they run. Um, They sort of have like a business background as well. So I, in my free time, I'll look at different houses. I'll, um, you know, look at different buildings and things like that. So, yeah, I'm quite interested in real estate and I'm hoping to one day be able to incorporate that into ILC to the, you know, specialized disability homes that are launching in the NDIS scheme. Um, Yeah. That's brilliant. So you're a woman of many talents. <laughs> I think that's um, that's absolutely brilliant. Well, there's something else we didn't know about you that's that's fantastic, and I think it is an area that is worth following. And um, people, some people say the share market. Well, that's not going very well at the moment. So that's a good side uh, passion, and you said in your spare time, and I can't imagine you have a lot, but. Uh, nonetheless, that's fantastic. Well, Benny, it's been an absolute privilege and a pleasure to talk with you today. You're a real champion, as I say, an inspiration for everybody, me included, and you make a real difference in the lives of a lot of people. So thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today and for all you do in the community. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Absolute pleasure. Keep on keeping on, keep making a difference. And I hope everybody's enjoyed the chat with Benny as much as I have today. As we start to think about the rest of 2022, I encourage everybody to uh, be kind and to be patient with people. It's been a very tough few years, as we know. So until next week, stay safe, be kind and keep inspiring because together we make a difference. I hope you enjoyed today's interview as much as I have. We would love you to subscribe to our podcast so that you won't miss an episode. Join us each week as we talk with ordinary Australians achieving extraordinary things. Did you know that Awards Australia is a family-owned business that proudly makes a difference in the lives of those that make a difference for others? And we thank our corporate and not-for-profit partners for making our award programs possible. Do you know someone that's making a difference? Or maybe your business might like to sponsor an award. Contact us through our Instagram page, inspirational.australians, or head to our website, awardsaustralia.com. It would be great if you could share this episode with your network because who doesn't like a good news story? And please rate and review us. We would really love to hear your thoughts. Until next week, stay safe. And remember, together we make a difference.